Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your teen drinking is very bad, but I got a fake ID, though, host Clay Bonin. I am joined by my put your arms out front, lean side to side co-host Tanner Mavis, (laughs) and we are back on the Soul Serum Podcast, baby. Episode 36. Um, I want to remind everybody before we get into the episode today, obviously follow us on Instagram and Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube, main page, podcast page, Discord, Patreon, TikTok. It's all in the description below. If you think that, if you're like, oh man, a soul serum on blank social media platform, we probably are. So just Google us, find the links. Google us. Google us, motherfucker. I'm going to start saying that when people start asking me any question in, in DMs, like, <laughs> Yo, can I get a video? Can I get this and that? Be like, Google us. Google us. <laughs> or any, like, any question people have, I'll just say, Google That's us. That's some new age gangster shit, man. Google me, bro. <laughs> Google me. Find out who I am. I saw a clip, before we get into the side note, I saw a clip the other day of uh, Pitbull on Noriega's uh, podcast. And Pitbull said, and then you really fuck up the game. When you Google Pitbull, I show up before the dog. And I was like, whoa, dude, that is hard. That is crazy. You are so famous that you pop up before the thing that you named yourself after. Like, Mr. Worldwide. That's crazy. Like, imagine like a a mom, like a 35 year old mom just moved into her house with her with her hubby. And she wants she wants a new uh, she wants a sweet little pit bull. She was. Where to get Pitbull from shelter? And it just Pitbull's name shows up. I'm Mr. in Miami right now. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. God. That's that's real gangster shit right there. Um, so shout today, out, Hold on. Shout out uh, to Pitbull. Come on the podcast. Yo, Pitbull. Come on the podcast, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some great questions. Man. I'll give you some great questions. Uh, if, as you can tell by the title from today's episode, Tanner and I are going to be reacting to some of hip-hop's one-hit wonders. Um, now, now, I determined these one-hit wonders as people who had one obviously very successful, commercially successful song, and if you go to their Spotify or the next song, you've never, you've either never heard of it or it has over like 50 million less plays than the other one. Because when I was going through some of these lists, there are some people on there that I just like plain don't agree with, like somebody... Like, uh, when I'm looking on the list, it's like Lil Nas X. I'm like, well, nah. I, we've determined he's not a one-hit wonder. If you have two platinum records. Yeah, he's got you, several. Yeah, you've got several. Like, you're not a one-hit wonder. There is some, yo, there's like some terrible Spotify playlists if you look up one-hit wonders. There's like Migos on there. And I'm like, what? The, what? When the fuck did this playlist get made? Did you make it the day in 2013 when they dropped Versace? Like, what? It, one of the one-hit wonder playlists had a Drake song on it. And that's when I closed out of Spotify. I was like, it's probably right. some white person that's just like a hater. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, so, and I also, and this is something I think we should discuss before we get into it. There are a lot more one-hit wonders in not only hip-hop, but music in general pre-internet because it was a lot harder to get your music played and get it out there. So it, w- it was a lot easier to just have one song blow up and then not follow it up. Whereas I think nowadays... You can, like, Lil Nas X, again, is a perfect example of this. Like, obviously, he had statistically, like, one of the biggest songs of all time. Like, you could argue probably the biggest song of all time. And then, um, while his other songs aren't 
nearly at the point that Old Town Road is. Like, he still obviously, like, has relevance. And I think a lot of that is due to the internet, you know? Um, yeah. Like, like the you know that song it makes do the things things go right that song oh, it's yeah. like a total one hit wonder but that's cause like they had a <laughs> oh my god bless Sorry. you <laughs> that's cause they had like a total smash and then like people don't give a shit about it in like the 80s they're just like nope I wanna play that record over and over and over I guess so um, so yeah I, w- I wanna we have 10 songs picked out I wanna just listen to the songs talk about you know the moment in hip hop around the songs yeah. whether we think this song is actually good or not and maybe talk about the artists a little bit as well um first artist on our list i wanted to try and keep it uh this is probably the closest one hit wonder to now that i think like you is pretty defining that he was a one hit wonder we're gonna talk about none other than we're gonna talk about designer with the song panda that was pretty good um yeah i did i did a lot of designer impressions in 2016 so the actual song panda itself was released in december of 2015 and then obviously it was famously sampled on the life of pablo father stretch my hands part it wasn't, two. It wasn't even sampled he just took yeah the, he just took he the just song, took the song yeah. and then added on to it right right i was actually reading when i was doing the research for this that like the song came out in in 2015 and when Kanye found it they took the song down yeah. and then I'm he assuming he, yeah it. I'm assuming he signed yeah. he signed designer and the song he, 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 just, yeah, he yeah. just wanted the song yes exactly exactly um, Kanye was like Kanye was like yes this is it right here this is the one you're coming with me there's an interview with designer where he talks about I think Kanye signed him in the back of like a Chevy Suburban on the way to the airport or something crazy like that that's so, so funny shout out Kanye um, this song dominated the actual song panda not father stretch my hands part two the the actual song panda dominated the oh, yeah. radio in 2016 it dominated my headphones dude i'm telling you bro <laughs> i i was doing a like lawn and landscaping at that time so the truck that i was driving um didn't have like ox or, or anything like that so i was just listening to the radio and i would hear panda over and over multiple times a day when, it was it's funny because when that that song first started surfacing i thought it was future when I listened to the I life of Pablo the first time, I was like, "This is a fucking sick future verse. This is great." Oh, then no. come, I was listening. I listened out. to it before the, oh, the Kanye. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I uh, I only ever I thought it was future, and then I realized quickly it was designer. Uh-huh. Um, this song also peaked at number two on the Hot 100 charts. That's crazy. Which I believe is our second highest peak on this list here. But let's listen to uh, let's listen to Panda. We don't have to listen to the whole thing but i think it's important that we we relive uh an iconic moment so let's let's listen to it here a little bit I got broads in Atlanta, just a Dolly in the family, credit cards in the scammers, hitting the licks in the van, legacies, family, way and see, look like a panda, going out like a Montana, honey killers. During us listening to that, uh, a thought popped in my mind, and I really think we should blame designer for the term mumble rap. You think? I think so because, like, I know, like, people like Lil Yachty and Young Thug and Future got, like, blamed with that and admittedly there are some young thug and some future lyrics that are 
mumbly. But the first time I heard Panda, I did not know a single word that this dude was saying. Really? Like except except for Panda, obviously. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this is like the shining example of quote unquote mumble rap. But the shit goes so hard. It's hard. Like oh, yeah. I remember not, when I remember when designer it. came onto the scene like and that song was like really going viral and everybody was fucking with it like yeah like i think it was like that like to me like the 20 the year of 2016 it was like the the energy was like turning to a different direction in hip hop and mm-hmm. like designer mm-hmm. designer was in that mix as well like you think of 2016 we forget about designer I would because agree. he was a one hit wonder mm-hmm. but like he had that energy he, you saw him in that video he was just like He's, yeah. he's always doing the, 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 the energy. That's what was and awesome. The, and about the ad list. <laughs> well, he got on that Kanye song Champions and does not have a verse, does yeah. not do the chorus. Or well, I know I think he does do the chorus, but like it he just does the chorus and and the and everything. Um side note, Timmy Turner by designer oh, yeah. and Timmy, Zombie Timmy, Walk Timmy Fire. Really, really good songs. Yeah. I, he's a one-hit wonder for sure, but he had a couple of other bangers though. Um I, I'm, it's so funny that his song to to back up Panda was Timmy Turner. And Timmy, like Timmy, 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 and his uh, his XXL's uh oh, thing was him was just the- it was the acapella of him just snapping. Timmy 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 Turner. Damn, I forgot the Timmy that's where that started. Man, yo, the, yeah, that, that mixtape that he came out with afterwards was kind of fire, but definitely nothing lived up to Panda, unfortunately. <laughs> Shout out, designer. Um, moving I, along. The last thing I want to say about oh, yeah, yeah, go the last thing I want to say about Panda is the instrumental itself. Like the song was so hot that it's it was like I feel like once a year or every other year a song or instrumental is a song that everybody does a remix on. Yep. And Panda was that song. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. There's a couple of those on this list actually. Uh, moving right along here, we're gonna we're gonna start most. I would say most of this list takes place between the year of 2000 and 2010. Uh, love um, it. This next one is. Uh, by a little-known group called Players Circle, the song Duffel Bag Boy. Released in May 2007, uh, it has a fire-ass Lil Wayne feature. The group is made of two people, Dollar Boy, who I would be surprised if anybody listening to this could name a song by him other than this, and a man named Titty Boy, who we now know Damn. under a different name. I did not know chains. he was part of Player mm-hmm. Circle. Yeah, if you it's you don't like I never knew that, and then I kind of figured it out. But when I did the the research today and I watched the video, I was like, "Holy fuck! That's Jesus, it's literally two chains. Man. Like it's literally two. That's chains crazy. Right two um, chains has had a long career. Long career. He's been in this for a long time. It's crazy how he like he's. I'm assuming in Player Circle, this is like early 2000s, right? Like, mm-hmm. This is so. This was released in 2007, but oh, I'm sure word. I'm sure Player Circle had been was, yeah, making since, music since early 2000s for a little bit, yeah. And then Two Chains started to have like his own solo breakout, yeah. In like the early 2010s, I was gonna say 2010 to 2012-ish is yeah. when we started hearing about Two Chains at first. Um, this song peaked at number 15 on the Hot 100 charts. Um, also, I, I gotta imagine, like, think about how many. Uh, 
like locker rooms heard this song get played oh before before a game. Like this is one of those. It was songs, one of the first songs you know I downloaded I mean? on my iPod <laughs> back in the day. Easily, easily. Uh, so I couldn't. We're not going to watch the video because the video is only the clean version of it, and I want to hear the dirty version. So let's listen to uh, um, Duffel Bag Boy, the old, the, the old Windows Movie Maker yeah, yeah, lyrics movie video. Maker lyrics. This video that we're watching was uploaded in 2010, so it might be some bad quality. But let's see. That is a fucking banger, dude. That Facts. song is amazing. I love that. I love that lyric. Walk into the Gucci store, honey, I'm home. <laughs> oh, it's, man. As soon as I heard that line, I'm like, wow. 2 Chains has been going to the Gucci store for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance... Two chains has been going to the Gucci store for almost as long as we've been alive. Yeah, there's, there's a chance. Literally. There's a chance of that. Um, I mean, there, there's not much to say about this. This is a fantastic song, and it's funny hearing Two Chains then Titty Boy rapping because yeah. it's like it's like foreshadowing. Like oh, we yeah. we are very familiar with Two Chains rapping like this now, but back then, I mean, yeah. you know, you'd never know. That's crazy. Um, they they didn't do play play a circle broke up like two years after this uh, after this was released I'm pretty sure uh, I read earlier it was also side note on Ludacris's uh, Disturb the Peace record label play a circle was yeah yeah this that's what this song was released on oh word um but yeah man I mean go and get your money little duffel bag boy <laughs> <laughs> oh okay moving right along here. This is uh, the second time that we've ever referenced this song on the podcast. We're going to be talking about a little song by Mims, This Is Why I'm Hot. Hold up. There's another Mims song that I really liked back in the day. I would love to hear it. I would love to know what it is. Um, So this song was released in January of 2007. Move if you want to. Move if you want to. Move if you want to. If you want to. If you want to. Move. Move. I don't think I know that one. I don't think I know it. This is why I'm hot is another example of what you talked about with Pando, where everybody had a remix. Yeah. Like there's like a cra- if you go on the Wikipedia page, there's a crazy like remixes uh, uh, like list on there. Um, we referenced this on the the podcast. We were talking about the most absurd hip hop lyrics. Um, I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. <laughs> this is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. Um, but let's listen. Let's listen to this a little quick, and then we'll talk about it some more. I didn't realize that in this song. Like he like he talks about he literally is taking you on a journey through each like city of the country and he's collecting every infinity stone as far as like <laughs> cultural moments like 
He went to the he went to L.A. and got the the Snoop Dogg Dr. Drake sample. He went, he went to, to Chicago, got, got the, the Jesus Kanye Walks sample. Kanye. Yeah, he got the E40 sample E40 in, the in the Bay, and then I'm sure it's a Nelly sample or something. Yeah, in St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. St. Louis. It's just I, like what? I guess maybe how did ever, how did he get this all like cleared into <sighs> one song? That's a great question. He must have had a stupid budget. The beat on this song is fire as fuck. Uh, shout out to whoever produced it, um, but. I guess looking back on it now, I never realized that he was doing that universal, like regional thing. Yeah, he's with like the song con- where he's, he's connecting the whole out. rap game. In so one maybe song. maybe that's how it got to be number one. Because right when we turned this video on, I'm like, how the fuck did this yeah. reach number one? Not on the hip hop charts, but on the Hot 100 charts, like the charts. Yeah. But I guess maybe it just like had a connection with so many different regions that definitely people just loved it. So. The beats, the beats sounds like more West Coast to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he's from New York. Yeah, I don't know that, that Mims. Maybe he knows something that we don't. <laughs> I mean, he obviously does. He obviously does. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have much else to say about this other than this is also a nostalgia fueled song. For oh me. yeah, like I can, I can feel the radio as a child. Like when I when I hear this yep. song. All right, moving right along here. Our next one oh, is God, a is a, a a true true icon in early two thousands hip hop. Yep. We have Our, the like literally like like the king of like the frat boy rap hall of fame. Like mm-hmm. like you still hear this song at, at, at frat parties. Absolutely, you do. <laughs> Asheroth, I love college. It was released in January of 2009. Uh, it was about his time that he spent at Westchester University, um, and it peaked at number 12 on the Hot 100 charts. Yeah. But I, I'm glad you brought up that point that you just did, because I, I think Asheroth made a song here that transcends this early 2000s blueprint because college is like in love college, college is forever and college is forever <laughs> people people uh, like share the same experience that he's talking about in that song yeah so in so many different ways like somebody at fucking washington state university is going to experience i love college in a similar way that somebody at yep. fucking unc is going to experience it you know um, also shout out to scooter braun Dan, is is he the guy? Scooter Braun, uh, uh, Asher Roth was Scooter Braun's second client wow. after Justin Bieber. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Scooter Braun with the fucking classic under his belt. Um, Asher Roth also, it, for me personally, is like when I like joke about white rappers, I always talk about Asher Roth because I just think this song is a perfect encapsulation of that like frat boy like kind of Jordan Belford oh, yeah, <laughs> like type dude. rap music, you know? Side but note, this song side note the- I fucking yeah, hate that song. The Jordan Belford song. Like <laughs> it's not good. Whenever it comes like people only good. like it because of Wolf of Wall Street. Literally. Like, and people just uh, it's a good movie, but people just Never, I'm not even gonna. No, no, no I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> it's just people just get a, now, obsessed with it. I will say on the contrary, however, I love college. Good song. It's yeah, actually it's a, a good very song. enjoyable it's a good song. Jordan song, Belfer is not a good know? song. <laughs> so let's let's give a little bit of a listen here to "I Love College." The video is iconic as well. Um, so let's 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 give it a listen here. Uh. 
That party last night was awfully crazy. I wish we taped it. I wish we taped it. I danced my ass off and had this one girl completely naked. Drink my beer and smoke my weed. But my good friends is all I need. Pass out three. Wake up at ten. Go out to eat. Then do it again. Man, I love college. You know what song kind of reminds me? Of this song, like in the same way as uh, Young, Wild, and Free. Yes. Same type yes. of song. You know what? It, this is great because I think that song does something that this song does where it creates this like fantasy. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. Like, like people, people love this song because. Sure, they've had college experiences like that, but this encapsulates like the most perfect, perfect version world, yeah. of that world. And the same with Young and Wild and Free. Like, like even the video of this is like girls like stripping at like the poker table and like them hitting beer pong shots. And also, yeah. you pointed out Scooter Braun is making multiple cameos in this video. Yeah. But but this song, like people want their college experience to oh, be yeah. like this. They want it to be like Project X. And and it has a call and response part in it and that even gets more people involved like this this song i love college is i think like musically very very good yeah it's fire very good song um fuck it's me. catchy as fuck too it's super catchy super catchy and how I did he not college. how did he not hey. how did he not back it up out I, I remember i remember the Scooter Braun interview, he was saying something like he didn't actually want to be a rapper. He ended up doing something else. I think Asher Roth, I feel like, and I'm just speculating, I don't have any evidence for this. I feel like he does low-key have like a cult following. Like there are some like Asher Roth fans who are like backpack rapper kind of fans, you yeah. know what I mean, who really liked him. But I, I could just be. Yeah, I remember hearing Scooter up. saying that like after that, he didn't he didn't like the fame and everything that happened and he didn't actually want to be a rapper True. so he ended up taking like he ended up actually using his college degree and going to do something it would it. be kind of a bummer to just like make a song with your friends and like not really yeah. want to be famous no, that's and, what then, happened. And, then, and then it's like oh hey by the way this is one of the most famous songs in the country yeah, right that's now. what happened i think i'm like don't quote me on that damn. but like i'm pretty fucking sure like that's what happened damn shout out asher out well i hope he is uh is living life. I hope he's doing good, yeah. and uh, I bet he has got a stupid royalty check that comes oh my God. from that song. It's, it might not be as fat anymore, but I love college is definitely Decent. still getting it's nice. Plays. It's nice uh, passive income. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, next on our list, I'm taking it way back. I'm taking it way way back. Um, I am going all the way back to 1979. Wow. With Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight. This song was released in September of 1979, and it is arguably the first, it's not literally the first hip-hop song recorded, but it is the first hip-hop song recorded that had commercial success, and a lot of commercial success, um, because back then, and as I found this out as I was reading this, um, because, you know, hip-hop started as, like, a party call-and-response thing when, like, DJs are at the turntables talking to the crowd. So nobody wanted to get in a studio and record because it was all crowd-based and audience-based. And, and uh, Sylvia Robinson, who, like, recorded the the um, track, like, just, like, found uh, found a couple people, random people, to, uh, to, to do it. Um, and now we have rap music. Like, it's so crazy. Like, this song... Without 
rapper's delight, we are not sitting in this chair right here. That's probably, crazy. You know? Um, so it only peaked at 36 on the Hot 100 charts, but that was in 1979 when nobody knew what the fuck hip hop was. But in that same year, it sold over 2 million records, which is Damn. quite a bit. That is quite, and that's real physical. We're not talking about just like as a unit. Like there are 2 million records that people could hold in their hands that got sold Damn. of that song. We would not have the baby without Rapper's <laughs> Delight. <laughs> I Kids think, on TikTok wouldn't be saying, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I think about that every time I hear a crazy uh, rap lyric. Like the one that did that to me the first time was there's a Chief Keef lyric where he says, smoking thoinky oinky. No, I got that thoinky on me. And I'm like, without Sugar Hill Gang, I would have never heard Chief Keef say smoking thoinky oinky. <laughs> um, this song has like five different versions ranging from four minutes to 15 minutes i've listened to the 15 minute one it's fun they're just you know talking over a beat basically um but let's listen to we don't have to listen to the whole thing but i want to listen to the first like minute and a half two minutes of rapper's delight now what you hear is not a test i'm rapping to the beat and me, the groove, and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and I like to say hello. I'll tell the black to the. You know, there's a couple of things I really love about that. One being that, like, it almost seems funny that they're rapping like that when that's really how, like, rap started. This kind of talking over the beat with a funny verse. And like, it seems so, like, like, it's almost like he, my brain is like, oh, somebody's doing like a parody of old school rap music. But in 1979, like, that's real. Like, people were yeah. like, yo, Hank is spitting right going now. going crazy. Like, it, is, it is just so funny to think about how that is the song that started all of this. Um, Sugar Hill Gang does have one other semi-famous song. It's called Apache. It's like the, you know, the song, it's like, boom. Uh, jump on it yeah jump on it that's that song but it's like no it's like not even close to like the amount of like plays and records sold um yeah man i just wanted to include rappers delight on this because i felt like it was very important uh it's something i feel like hip-hop does a bad job of paying um paying homage to like the originators sometimes and i know hip-hop's history is like a little hazy and like it there's not there's not like too many like clear points but i think this is one of them that like should be celebrated honestly. definitely um and they were one hit wonders too just fucking crazy and there's a, there's like a lot of history behind this song too i'd recommend anybody go read the wikipedia page it's pretty cool all right so that is the oldest that we're gonna go and now we're going to... Obviously, it was the start gonna, of it. Yeah, it was the start of it. We, we can't go any older than that. Um, and now we are going to move on here. Now, this one. This one is like nostalgia fuel for me. This is Tipsy by Jay Kwan. Released in January of 2004. An absolute club and party banger that still gets played today. And it peaked at number two on the Hot 100 charts. He was 17 when this song came out, Damn. by the way. Um, 
this is one of the first songs that I ever uh, heard. Like, I obviously heard the clean version, and then I heard the dirty version, and I'm like, what? I'm like, he's saying a bitch in this song? Like, what the <laughs> hell? Um, this is a, I mean, there's there's not much to say about this song. It just is. It's just fun. It's just a really fun song. Well, do you have any any memories? I have to be refreshed. I forget what it sounds oh, okay. like. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's listen to it real quick, and then we will we'll talk about it. Whoever made that beat, bro, like, I don't know who, Killed it. whoever it was, like, those, it's one of those beats that just, like, overcomes you and just takes over, like, soon, like, like, soon as I, I, I was like, I need to, I need to be refreshed, and, like, soon as I hear the first, I was just like, oh, yep, I remember, <laughs> like, it, it just takes the, the over. The breaths in the background, fire. Yeah. Produced by Track Boys. Damn. Some real early 2000 shit. They snapped. Uh, looks like they did some D12 songs, some Nelly's. Oh, he did Air Force Ones as well. Oh, well, That damn. makes sense. It's just some real Midwest shit yeah, right Yeah, St. Here. Louis. That's fine. Um, yeah, man. No, no, no. That, I, I agree with you, though. I mean, that's, that's I think, part of the reason what made this song so successful is that it's just like that beat is so infectious. It's simple. Yeah. The song is very simple. Yeah, yeah. But it's really easy to catch on to. And also, like, who doesn't love a good party anthem? You know what I mean? Like, that's what this song is all about. And uh, I don't know, man. I just, this is like nostalgia fuel, like I said, for me. Like, I just remember it like fifth grade dances. Like, obviously, it wasn't the explicit version. So it wasn't everybody in this bitch getting tipsy, but it was everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> I also, Another version of the call and response. You know, I think a lot of these songs are one hit wonders and rise to this fame because there's like things that get the the listener involved yep. and it just like connects them more, you know? Um, yeah, dude. Shout out Jay Kwan. Uh did did not have anything even close to like reaching number two yeah. after this I'm after sure. this song. I, I looked it up. Um he was 17 when it came out. So I gotta imagine he's just like sitting pretty somewhere. Oh, you yeah. know, he's probably got a got a nice house, nice family. You'd I hope. hope. I hope so. I really hope so. I don't know. Uh, I actually don't want to Google it right now because I'm afraid it's gonna be something bad, <laughs> and I know I don't want to say it on the podcast. What's up, everybody? It is Clay Bonin. I'm here with my co-host Tanner Mavis, and we are happy to announce that support for the Soul Serum Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the champions in men's below-the-belt grooming. And look, if you don't believe us, ask any of the two million men worldwide that trust Manscaped with their below-the-belt grooming. Um, we are some of the first people to get to try out their newest product, the Lawnmower 4.0. There are a lot of new great features and upgrades about it. Um, and we were lucky enough to try it. And Tanner, how, how was your experience with the Lawnmower 4.0? I mean, I tried it for the first time like last weekend. It's it's pretty incredible as far as, you know, the guard that they can give you so you don't mm -hmm. prick prick your, your goods down there. Uh -huh. The spotlight is 
as you said, it's very fucking nice. I did not know it was going to be nice. But overall, 10 out of 10 experience. Also girlfriend approved. Girlfriend approved. I'm telling y'all, man. They are The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is girlfriend approved. And that is the highest praise that you can get on the Lawnmower 4.0. Um, Tanner brought up a lot of the good features of it. The guard, the spotlight, and if you're on the go and you need to use it, they even have a wireless travel charger for you. Amazing. And I know what you're thinking. You're going on manscaped.com right now and you're like, oh, that was a little expensive. I wish I had a little deal. Well, guess what? We have a deal for you. If you go to manscaped.com and order any product off the website and use our code SoulSerumPod, S-O-U-L-S-E-R-U-M-P-O-D, at checkout, you get 20% off on any product in free shipping worldwide. Again, that is Soul Serum Pod on any product on manscaped.com. If you've been using the same razor on your face that you have on your balls, stop right there. Mad unhygienic. And let us get you right. Go to manscaped.com, use our code Soul Serum Pod, and unlock your confidence by using the right tools with Manscaped. Now back to the podcast. All right, uh, let's keep it moving here. Um, our next song is wow. it, let's let's go. A little, Hold up, Duro is not a one hit wonder. Let's either. go a little down south here. Duro, 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 ice cream paint job released in April of twenty seven. Uh, twenty not twenty seventeen. Released in April of two thousand seven. Peaked at twenty seven on the Hot one hundred charts. A cultural moment. In another version of a beat where everybody yeah. did a verse on it. Shout out Lil Wayne. Um, that's one of my favorite Lil Wayne songs of all time is Ice Cream Paint Job. Um, this song, though, I want—I know there is another uh, uh, Duro song. I, I want you to find it real quick. I, I don't know. can't man. think of what. Maybe it's Walk That Walk. Walk That Walk, Walk, Walk That Walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that song. Um I picked this one be- while it only peaked at 27 on the Hot 100 charts. Like everybody, like that. Yeah, buddy, rolling like a big shot. Chevy tuned up like a NASCAR pit stop. Like fresh paint job. Yeah, fresh inside. <laughs> yeah, that is universal. Yeah. Okay, I don't give a fuck <laughs> what demographic you are in. That start right there, like especially when it cut. You hear that. Yeah, everybody like, double oh I say yeah but, like it's just it's it's this is a joyous song oh, there yeah. is so much happiness that that bleeds out of ice cream paint job um and just like a, another just like just sonically very good song yep. his flow the beat the the chorus all of it so let's listen to a little bit of ice cream paint job. The video is hard. The too. video is fucking <laughs> sick. This probably now I'm not. I, I haven't been to many car meets in my life, but I gotta imagine between uh, 2007 and like 2013 Southern car meets. This has oh, to be yeah. like the number one song oh, played. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, let's see. Johnny Dang 
fucking legend, legend bro. bro. Legend in this fucking bro, game. We we met Johnny Day got rolling loud. Did you really? Yeah, we did. Connor's got a picture with him. <laughs> like Connor Connor like went up to him trying to get a picture of him and his security his security guard stopped Connor from from getting the picture at first. He's like, "Don't touch him." And he, Johnny Dang was like, "It's all right. Let him take a pic." And then he, he, Connor wow. just puts on the and took a pic. And he, he had oh his grills God. in. He was just Jesus. Dude, Johnny Dang, fucking goat, bro. I we've had, we've seen some good cameos in these videos right here. Um, this song is fucking awesome, bro. I forgot how much I liked this song yeah. until we just listened to it. It this has is, this is definitely my favorite song on this list. It's like not a purposeful call and response, but the way that he's doing the ad libs just yeah. make it so easy to like be in tuned with the song and sing along with it the video's dope the beat is bouncy Bro. like this is this is just this is just great it's got that that memphis slash atlanta like that bounce oh man shout out shout out i you shout know to yeah walk that walk definitely let's listen to like 30 seconds of walk that walk Cause I do remember that. Yeah. Seeking walk that walk 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 that walk 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 that walk that walk that walk walk. Yeah, walk that walk was hard too. Oh shit! I miss this era. Like this was the same era as like Soldier Boy too. Like it was like. It was the Atlanta, the fitted hats, the baggy shirts with like the that man the uh. What what is that art called with like the when you like spray paint like the airbrush the airbrush t yeah, airbrush yeah. t shirts mm. bagging jeans I, I low key I was kind of thinking about that when we were uh, listening to this is why I'm hot but like low key Soldier Boy kind of like had a to any any of these songs that came out after 06, I feel like are slightly Soldier Boy influenced because Soldier Boy like. Crank that soldier boy. Bro. Well, this is the also like kind of a side note. But think about how many dance centered records oh my came gosh. out after Crank That Soldier Boy. Walk that walk. Walk that walk. Uh there's a I think it's actually our next song on here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let's just keep it moving Bro. here. The Cali Swag District. Standing at 6'4", <laughs> from the University of Kentucky, your point guard, John Wall! And then you just fucking see it. <laughs> Cali Swag District, Teach Me How to Dougie, released April of 2010, peaked at number 28 on the Hot 100 charts, but... 28. That, that doesn't There's, matter, though. That doesn't, like, it felt so much bigger. It felt so much bigger than that, right? It's two times platinum, and it still holds value in today's culture. Oh, yeah. Like, like at, you go to any club. I was literally, I was literally at OTR Live. I was, not OTR oh. Live. I was at uh, the Drink Green OTR this weekend. They were playing Teach Me How to Dug. Come on, man. It's classic when you. Classic. They're playing Soldier Boy, too. They're playing, <laughs> they playing Soldier Boy fucking Turn My Swag on. I'm the first rapper in history, bro. <laughs> um, dude, so, but te Teach Me How to Dougie is just uh, fucking classic. Like, classic to the truest way that it can be classic oh, yeah. you know what i mean like think about I, I have been to so many public functions where they're playing music and oh, yeah. this song every time. gets turned on and every time this every time it comes on the same reaction oh! <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's listen to it a little bit let's listen to it a little bit 
God, imagine if TikTok was a thing back in this these times, bro. Oh my God, yeah, like the Dougie, like at low key. I've seen a couple of TikToks within the past month or so where people are talking about the Dougie. Really, like it, it is. It is eleven years later, still very relevant. Yeah. The Dougie is. Let's shout out to Dougie Fresh. Shout out to Dougie Fresh. To a good call on that. Let's let's take a listen here. They be like, smooth. What? Can you teach me how to Dougie? You know why? Cause all the girls love me. All I need is a beat that's super bumpin'. And for you, you, you to back it up and dump it. Get it. Put your arms out front, lean side to side. They gon' be on you when they see you hit that Dougie ride. Ain't nobody fitting with my bro from Bro, I remember when in this era when everybody was like starting to hit their Duggies and then, then Chris Brown dropped the video of him in the club doing the Duggie and it went so viral. Fucked it up, man. Bro. Everybody everybody was fucked up after God, that one. What in fucking era, bro? I remember when the Duggie first came out, fucking Connor had the smoothest Duggie in the school. <laughs> And I could not, I could not get my Dougie right for the li- the life of me. So I would be in my basement listening to this shit until yep. I could get my Dougie right uh-huh. in the mirror. Uh-huh. But I, I learned, I learned that it wasn't this practice thing. It's it. You have to fucking feel this shit yes. in your bones, mm-hmm. and you let the mm-hmm. shit move your shoulders. Absolutely and I eventually right. let the sauce. <laughs> Be within me. Wow, wow, that's beautiful. That <laughs> and I got it. And I, right to, and I caught up to. And I caught up to Connor. To Connor. That is that's that's <laughs> that's fucking fantastic, man. Because you're right. The Dougie. I think what is what is beautiful about the dance of the Dougie, even in this video, is there's so many different versions. You can hit the Dougie in so many different. Oh yeah. Ways, but it's still the Dougie. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. Like I mean, like. Obviously, when you go, when you when you look up how to Dougie on yeah, YouTube, they, they're just like, put your arms out like this. You do this. Yeah. Do, do a little and, sway and like to the, the left the, to like the right. Behind the oh, and every thing, now and then, you, you know? can do a little yeah. bit of this. Uh, but it's like, nah. Like, but like some people hit it like people, that. You know, what I'm saying? like it's it's cool. People it's that a, can really do the Dougie and like dance like that, it, they have their own their own sauce, their own variations, yes. and their own twist to. That, this the the type of dance move that and the sound that comes with the and the I song. Think that's why people still hit the Dougie to this. Yeah, day. truly, it's, truly, it's a classic move. It's a literal classic, <laughs> man. <coughs> All right, uh, that just got me so happy. Number nine on this list is is possibly the most. Uh, important song on this list for me uh, in relation to my teenage years. Um, we are moving on oh, to God. Trinidad James, All Gold Everything, released in December of 2012. Uh, peaked at number 36 in the Hot 100 charts, but it's certified platinum, and it has helped carry Trinidad 36. still into cultural relevance and and. He's like literally getting jobs today, like because of this song. Like, this, okay, so this song for me uh, is like right around when I start smoking weed and we're just like in my homie's garage and we listen to All Gold Everything at least 500 times. Like, there's no way we ever listen to it less than 500 I played times. It. I played it a shit ton it's, before basketball games. It's a, another great. Pre basketball game, like locker room song, <laughs> all gold, everything. Gold all the Another version, call and response. Yep. Pop the Molly, I'm sweating. Woohoo! Is, is, 
I still like <laughs> sometimes when I'm really sweaty, I'm like, damn, I must have popped a Molly or something. <laughs> like, like it's it is it is it has got everything you want in a rap song. Trinidad also let's just watch the video real quick because the video is also legendary truly iconic let's give it a listen one gold watch two gold chains six gold rings it's not got that OG joint them hot socks no shirt on I'm stunned okay and this song for them fuck niggas who hating on you this summer fuck talk shit behind your back but won't say shit in public fuck gold all in my chain gold all that's crazy, bro. It's the thing. Oh, fuck, I'm getting hot over here. I'm getting hot. God damn, man. I the thing that, love the, that. The thing that I'm reminded of in this era, I think like 2012, 2013, with like the all gold everything. Like I'm, I'm reminded of ASAP Rocky. Like when he first came onto the scene, right when he was rocking time. all that gold. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I maybe I, I'm just thinking no, in, no, no. in that time like there's probably a connection there where the style back then yeah. jewelry always like makes like it makes a comeback just like fashion yeah, does like people definitely. always go through different and um, this was definitely a different time in fashion and yeah. jewelry you know what i mean uh, i think trinidad james so like other than this song like i said i listened to the mixtape that this song was on and i've listened to other trinidad james songs uh i gotta be honest and i say this a lot of love in my heart for Trinidad James. He is not a good rapper. He just like is just not very good at rapping. But what he is good at is understanding the culture and yep. understanding what is hot and understanding what looks good. Like he's he's a host on this show called Full Size Run, which is like kind of like a sneaker show on YouTube. And he's great. He's great at that because he has like this encyclopedia mind of like style and fashion. Word. But he wouldn't be there without. Uh, this fucking smash hit of a song, yeah. all gold, everything. Um, yeah, I just fucking love this song, man. Like, great song. And, uh, shout out to them freshmen on Instagram, straight flexing. Trinidad's got a song with my, bo- my with my boys from Atlanta, Larry League, deep in the, the trenches of SoundCloud. That's, that see, like that sounds about right. Like Trinidad <laughs> James is tapped in like that, bro. Um, also, I, I wanted to. To put this in there, so in Uptown Funk, you know, the Bruno Mars song, the mm-hmm. insanely big Bruno Mars song, he has that line right before the chorus, don't believe me, just watch. Oh, yeah. In 2015, it was reported that Trinidad James has earned over $150,000 in royalty earnings of Uptown Funk's interpolation. <laughs> and that's just in 2015. Uptown Funk is still getting played at weddings, at, at, at events, like... Trinidad James, that's that man's goaded. That I did man not know he right there. One, I mean, I guess it makes sense that you can copyright like a line like that, but like, holy shit! I, I feel like it's I didn't because put two and two together. It's right before the chorus, and it is said in like a similar tone. Yeah, and don't like, believe me when you watch. It's the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, it has the same like I don't know like shout out cadence Trinidad. And, Trinidad, where are you at? Um, all right, so our last one, I don't really, I didn't want to include this on here, but I felt like if we're talking about one-hit wonders in hip-hop, then I have to put this in here. We are talking uh, about Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I agree, I agree, <laughs> fuck this guy, but we are talking about Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, released in August of 1990, uh, the first hip-hop song to ever reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Of course it charts. was a white dude. Of course it was a white dude, it's fucking so stupid. 
stupid. Will Smith was like the first rapper to win a Grammy or some shit like that. Like it's just like like cookie cutter, like non hip hop shit winning yeah. award. You know, whatever. Um, this song had they had quite a dispute with Freddie Mercury of Queen and David Bowie. Their song "Under Pressure." Um, Under pressure. Yes, yes, that song. Now I don't know if you've ever seen the interview clip of. Vanilla Ice disputing this claim, but he's no. like, he goes, I swear to God, he goes, he goes, no, 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 no. Their song goes, dun, 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 dun. Our song goes, dun, 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 dun. That's like his, no that's like his explanation. And they took it to court and they settled outside of court for a very, very large number, I'm sure. Um, who, who made the beat to the song? So it's originally the Queen song. Under pressure with uh, David Bowie on it, and that's the the baseline is the dum boom boom ba da dum don't like here. Well, I actually listen to the Queen, the Under Pressure by Queen. Um, but I I wanted to just include this just because it's like the one hit wonders of yeah. one hit wonders. You know what I mean? Like so many people know that song. Eh, who don't know another song or who don't know another rap no, song. You know what I, I mean? Don't, I, yeah. Facts. I don't, I don't so, know any other song by Vanilla Ice. Let's listen to. So there's that. And then, it. and then let's listen to Ice Ice Baby. What's the difference? I think like they add an extra note in one Ice note. Ice Baby. It's one note. It's, it's literally a single note. And I think Freddie Mercury and David Bowie were just like, uh, look, man, that's <laughs> that's not gonna fly. <laughs> like that is that is literally our song right there. Um sh- uh, you know, let's just listen to a little bit more of Ice Ice Baby and then we'll talk about it some more. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly when I play a dope melody. Anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid. Don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. How much is he making off of this song? I wonder, bro. Honestly, he's probably still making a fuck ton of or money the label. off this song. That's a good point. He might, like, it was back in 1990. He might have got fucked, fucked over, over by his label. I bet he did, actually. Um, uh, a couple thoughts here. Vanilla Ice in this video looks like, um, like, TikTokers. Like, the oh, famous, yeah. like, white boy TikTokers. Yeah. That's what Vanilla Ice looks like in this video. The he, fucking he, earring, the yeah. hair. The, he would be boys with Bryce Hall. That's what I'm saying, bro. He would have been on that boxing card, bro. He would have been. Um... Shout out to every white person who sits down at weddings until this song or Cupid Shuffle comes on <laughs> and then gets up to go to the dance yep. floor. Um, Actually, I'm not shouting you guys out. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. It's just, it, I wish I could have experienced this song when it came out. I would just like yeah. to have known what that felt like because I know this song obviously. Just ask our parents. <laughs> I like I know this song from like you know hearing it being played at events and it's just kind of got this like cultural footprint and Vanilla Ice is kind of a fucking weirdo, but like what was it like when this first came out where people are like where people are like yes this white this white boy is really saying something really doing great right <laughs> here. 
I don't know, man. I, I just had to include it because it's fucking Vanilla Ice. And I, di- I didn't know that it was the first hip-hop song to ever hit number one on the Hot 100. Which, yeah, but it makes sense. He's white. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. This is like a very accessible to white people yeah. in 1990 song, you know? Yeah. Crazy, man. <laughs> at, you know what? I didn't even have him on the list, but look at look at this look at this one hit wonder in the related videos right here. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. You can't touch this. Also, another version of a one hit wonder song that stole its bass line from another already famous song. That's the super freak bass line. Oh yeah. To, and then you can't touch this. But I th- I've feel like i've read before that it was like cleared i think they actually cleared that sample i'm not gonna look it up right now um yeah man (laughs) those are those are the best of all the hip-hop one-hit wonders that i could pull together that uh felt like i thought i I thought i had one uh cash out by um um fuck what is his name his oh wait, name, no, 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 no. The cashing out by ca- cash out, cashing out by cash out. That's yeah, it. but then, but got then, a on my wrist, girl. I'm cashing out. Yeah, but I'm no, but he's out. got he's got she twerking too. Ooh, and he. I don't know if you ever heard that song by him called Let's Get It. I've, yeah, with Todd Dolla Sign. How did I pay it? How did I pay it? How did I let's get it? Oh, how did I pay it? I did not know that was him. Yeah, I did not know that was him. That yeah. song, Maybe, bro. Honestly, Kirko bangs. Ooh, good call. Drink in my cup. Yeah, that's probably one hit wonder. Yeah, no, actually, you know what he or was. Rocco. You don't even know it. Ooh, you're right. But he, I would argue, is not a one hit wonder because he also had the first like future song that did big it's a uh, racks you know that's a technically yeah. a rocco song um but no kirko bangs for sure one hit yeah. wonder what about, what about michael montana who michael montana girl i love the way you do it oh do it. shit do it i thought that was roscoe dash no that's michael montana you know how you know how Lou Uzi sampled that song in yeah. Sanguine Paradise. Yeah. Shot or Michael Montana got got the beat oh. from Cake Out. He literally says Michael oh Montana God. in the song. Michael Montana, this beat is from Cake Out. Is it? M Y K K. Oh, M Y. Yeah. Yes. Oh my fucking gosh. This a nitty beat. Throwing money in a spiral. Damn, shout out K Cam. Bro, this was a banger. This song. This song is fucking tight. Oh my god! I got got another one for you. What's that? Dricky Graham. Who? Type in Dricky Graham. How do you spell that? D R I I C K Y. Ooh! (laughs) Shit! Yeah, yeah. We gotta listen to this one. We gotta listen to this one. Oh damn! I honestly thought this song was by Kid Ink. I I had no idea. There you go. Oh this yo. Oh my god. (laughs) 
Snapbacks and tattoos, snapbacks and tattoos. Nice whips, fly chicks, all that, cause cash rules. Snapbacks and tattoos. Bro, 2012 was fucked up, man. Nice whips, <laughs> 2012 was fucked up. All that, cause cash rules. Uh, show off your hats, show off your tats, show off your arms. First of all, the fashion sense in 2012, I'm so glad that we have come come back from cardigans yeah. and cargo shorts. And I'm snapbacks, so, honestly. So glad and snapbacks too. <laughs> uh but that sound in that beat, that eh, eh Yeah, fire. Eh, iconic. That's Bro. iconic right there. YC racks. Wait, oh wait, hold on. Is that the future is that the song with future on it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a Rocco song. Oh, my bad, my bad. This is the first time I ever heard Futures on this song. And then honestly, Re- yeah, hit, rejects Cat Daddy. Okay, I I <laughs> dude, for a second in my mind, I I was like thinking about that and I was like it, is that even like a a real song like I was trying to convince myself that that was a real song. I, I forgot. Dude, yeah. I, I used to cat daddy like a motherfucker in school, bro. Yeah. Honestly, v, I was going to say VIC, but VIC. Check this out, baby girl. Why don't you check out a nigga? Cat Man, I go to work. True winner. Jeans skinny. Like squirrel. Looking for your girl. Just missed it. Then my cat daddy and I took it down. Where's Ace Hood? Nah, Ace has not one hit wonder, bro. No, he's not. Are you saying Ace Hood is a one hit wonder? No, he's not, bro. I don't think so. No, he's not. I woke up in a new Bugatti. Nah, Ace Hood had Hustle Hard. Uh, He had. Um, but look at all the fucking numbers compared. Nah, bro, hustle hard. Ace Hood had cash flow, right? Uh, what was that DJ Khaled? I, well, I feel like Ace Every- Hood, like, is synonymous with DJ Khaled in a lot of his his hits. Dude, but l- let's listen to Hustle Hard. The re- no, you gotta do the remix with Lil Wayne, everybody, bro. It's the hustlers and hustle hard. God, this fucking feel is insane. Okay, hold on. Young money, we popping. I eat these rappers. Anthony Hopkins, see that V neck? That's Polo. Grilled up like Ocho. Chuck Taylor's with no socks. You niggas chicken. Polo, nigga live on Sundays. That Lil Wayne verse was insane. We got we got to end it there. We got to end it on that. Uh, look, if anybody, if there's anybody out there under the age of 16 who doesn't think Lil Wayne is a fucking goat, just listen to the Ace Hood Hustle Hard remix with Lil Wayne and listen to that Lil Wayne verse. Come back and talk to me because that was goat behavior right yeah. there. What that Lil Wayne verse, man? Yeah. I, okay. Uh, we're not rocking with John. We're not rocking with John calling Ace Hood a, a one-hit wonder. We're not we're, we're not subscribing to that here on the Soul Serum Podcast. Um, yeah, that was really fun. I really like that. If we missed any one-hit wonders out there, by the way, let us know in the comments below or in our DMs. Holler at us. Um, that was a really fun trip down, down Nostalgia Lane, actually. Um, and before we get out of here, obviously, I'm going to remind everybody, follow us on Instagram, Follow us on Twitter. You already know the fucking vibes. Subscribe to us on YouTube, TV page, main page. 
TikTok, Patreon, Discord, all that good stuff is in the description below. Uh, and with all that being said, as always, I am your host, Clay Bonin. I'm your co-host, T. Mavis. Deuces. We'll see y'all next week. See you guys. Yurt.